And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. You're a duly appointed federal marshal. Like this guy right here. Good morning, Charlie. Handsome, and he's probably a dummy. And then this guy. I don't know how to put this. He's short and insecure. I'm kind of a big deal. Well, that's a hell of a good project. Shushana! <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Now it gets really interesting. And goes back. Mama, the Good morning, Melbourne. You are here with Zach and Charlie, too young to fail, here on Sin 90.7. Pleasure to have you with us. Scan on. Three sleeps until we get the visit from the big fella. I don't know if you're like me. Don't have a thing bought for your Christmas presents. Some mixed emotions. Don't get me wrong, love the hot days, long nights of summer, cold beers, love actually, with Slander Claus too, yeah. great film. Couldn't be happier, but uh, when it comes to the shopping, boy oh boy, have I left a lot uh, to last minute, so I've got one bloke opposite me who might be able to cheer me up. Charlie, how are you, mate? G'day, mate. Once again, and as always, what an absolute pleasure it is to be here. I'm feeling fresh off a very relaxing trip in uh, Noosa. <laughs> Didn't do too much. Uh, slept on the beach, lattes and walks, but that's all you really ask for when you go up there. Is that another four-day week for you, mate? That was another four-day week for so me. So we had Meredith, uh, We had Noosa. Meredith the week prior, Noosa, a lot of sleep. What are you um, going to take off tomorrow? Uh, nowhere, actually. I'm just uh, in the office for a barbecue and then... Uh, uh, Portsy, maybe we'll see how we go. Oh, jeez, it's uh, a just, rough life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just... Uh, it's a lot of planning ahead. And... Uh, like you said, I'm performing not necessarily the smartest of moves uh, this Saturday. I'll be taking part in the mad sprint that is Christmas Eve shopping. Ugh. And uh, something which is certainly not for the faint-hearted. I believe we have some Christmas cards to discuss. Will yes. it happen? I'm hoping it happens. I think the people deserve a Christmas card. Millennials don't send them anymore. I want to see them again. Bring it back. I think so as well. Yeah. Personalised, if you're game enough to give us your home address, we'll send it to you. Yeah. I'll sign it. It'll be a nice little message. <laughs> Dear Katie, thanks for listening to the show. Um, but if this is your first time listening, Charlie and I like to ramble about stable relationships, travel plans, career goals, and other great things we lack. Of course. Uh, on today's show, we've got some tales from Charlie's dad in the new segment, Tony's Uber. Cracking Looking forward Tony. to that. Got a cute or crazy for the ages, and uh, evidently, Charlie and I have a lot to figure out before Christmas. But you can hear it all and give us your thoughts on Instagram, at Zach and Charlie. We'd love to hear you. Hear what you got to say. Spot on, mate. But before all of that, we've got a very special guest in the studio. He's the most down-to-earth bloke you'll ever meet, and he's coming off a stellar performance at the Aussie Open in Sydney. Pro golfer Jack Wilson will be in the studio with us right after the next track. You're with Zach and Charlie. This is Sticky Fingers on Sin 90.7. Sticky Fingers there from their third studio album, Westway. They'll be lighting up some of Australia's biggest stages, including Southbound, Lost Paradise and Beyond the Valley, before going on an indefinite hiatus for personal reasons. Bit of a shock there. But we do wish them all the best. Now, right now, guys, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome pro golfer Jack Wilson onto the show. Jack, how are you this morning, mate? Well, boys, thank you very much for having me. Now, for those at home, Jack is a 26-year-old from Geelong, started playing the game at 11. He's been a pro for five years, on tour for three, and uh, he's coming off a rather impressive showing at the Sydney Open, placing 14th alongside Adam Scott, who himself praised Jack as one of uh, Australia's next greats. Now, Jack, I've got a pretty distinct visual in my head of when it comes to golfers, just the traditional hat, polo, and the checkered pants look. But you turn that on its head, and for those, Jack is currently rocking dreads, a Nick Murphy beard, or a similar John Butler trio kind of setup, and just has a feeling of one of the boys. Uh, I've got to ask, mate, how did you settle on the look? 
mates, um, going through school, this was something like, you know, like dreadlocks was the coolest thing. Yep. You know, I'd play Tiger Woods on PlayStation and I'd customize <laughs> my player and put dreads on them every time. First thing you do on a golf game. <laughs> Correct. But, you know, like it was obviously very hard to, you know, that stigma's there. Yeah. You, you've got to look a certain way and, and act a certain way. And, you know, I moved down to Melbourne and you get into a private golf club and you want to act like the country kid, but yeah. you sort of can't. You can't, yep. you know, you got to toe the line a little. And, um, I was lucky. I had a really good, uh, really good stretch there where I played well. But my management company at the time said, "No, you can't. I want to dress then. Look, yeah. you, you, you can't. You can't do that because yeah. you know you're going to limit your opportunities with sponsorship yeah. and um, you know, yeah, and and support from from the people around you." And so I, I decided against it. Didn't do it on their advice. And and then yeah, a year ago, man, like I spent a bit of time in Canada last year, um, running the man bun and and the beard over there and. Yeah. As it does, gets you know, gets yeah. a bit of attention. Being an Aussie with long hair, and yeah. um, you know, I decided over there after a chat with my best mate, who's not in golf at all. I'm like, I, I'm going to get dreads, man. He's like, yeah. that sounds awesome. And he goes, <laughs> That's he goes, all I need. I'd watch golf. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what we need. Yeah. You know, we need guys that you know. My best mate doesn't play golf at all. Doesn't yeah. have any real interest in watching it. But yeah. simple fact that I'd, you know, you break that stereotype a little bit and. You could encourage a few more people to want to play, and that's exactly. uh, that's pretty cool, I reckon. Yeah, gives them something fresh to look at, not the standard uh, shortcut polo shirt. I've got to ask: Have you uh, gotten any more media attention? Any unwanted, or is it all just any media is good media? Mate, for me, any media is good media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Jump at the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but now, look, there has been quite a bit of media attention, I guess. You know, this last few months. Um, Australian Open, I, I got myself in contention there. Yeah, got myself on TV, and and you know, couple of couple of hashtags started trending uh, <laughs> with the dreads up, tied up like they are, and um, you know, the pineapple was floating around for a little bit and, oh, and stuff like that. So, but that's great, man. I love yeah. it. And if again, you know, if that can encourage a few more people to want to watch what traditionally can be a little bit boring and and has that you know stigma and stereotype around it that it is for a certain group of people, yeah. we can change that. Yep. How good would that be? Is the pineapple uh, a choice of nickname that you would have had, or are you going to try and change that? I don't mind it. I like pineapple. It's yeah. catchy. I, I think there's worse. There's <laughs> certainly people worse. Um, so I think I'll just be complacent with the fact that, yeah, look, it's it's not as good as a great white shark, yep. but uh, yeah. it's yeah, it could be a lot worse. Now, Jack, I know with your look, uh, I guess what you're trying to do is, and I don't know if anyone knows Ricky Fowler, but he's another pro golfer that's kind of taking the golfing world by storm with his attire. It's very flashy, very out there. But when I saw it on TV, I'm not a major golf fan. But when I saw it, I was immediately attracted, attracted to the sport just because of his attire. And that has brought a younger demographic. Um, I guess with your wrist surgery and being out of the game for a while, you did get involved in some business work and trying to get a lot of young kids involved in the sport. What uh, kind of efforts, I guess, are being made to reach this demographic? Yeah, look, mate, I think you touched on Ricky Fowler there. What he's doing for the game is is incredible. Yep. He's uh, he's towing that line and, and pushing those boundaries out. You know, yep. every every week he's out there. Um, wearing the fluoro fluoro orange, the yep. flat peak cap. He's now yep. running cuffed pants, high top shoes. You know, stuff you could almost, other than the bright colours maybe, but yeah. you could sort of walk down the street and get away with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't walk down the street with checkered pants, high yeah. socks and no. a tucked in polo and, <laughs> and seem to think you're going to not look out of place <laughs> walking around Southland. So, um, yeah, look, and I was lucky enough to to be involved in some, some community engagement stuff yeah. and, you know, I'd get down there. I wouldn't wear, you know, traditional golf stuff. I'd yeah. wear high top, you know, I'd yeah. wear my Converse's. I'd wear just some just some casual stuff yeah. and get down there and try and bring some kids in. And 
I think it was great, you know, to see that golf can be played in many different ways, you know, yep. whether it be going to the range and just smacking balls with your mates yep. or whether it be going out and playing with your granddad. Yep. That's fine. You know, mm. there's there's a number of different ways of doing it. Um, we've all watched Happy Gilmore. Yeah, great, you know, <laughs> greatest star, greatest all. greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, I think we can all agree on that. Absolutely, uh, Adam Sandler's got some greats. Yeah, that's the top. Yeah, um, and he, you know, where he that scene where he stands on the range and he's getting people to pay him to smack it over the back fence. Yeah, that's cool. You yeah, know, like and that that is a way of of being involved. You know, like being involved in playing golf and yeah. And, yeah. I'm massive about that. If we can, yeah. you know, there is, there's a lot of good to this sport. Yeah. Um, I just think it's just been a bit, it's been hidden, hasn't yeah. it? And it hasn't been exposed enough. And if I can help do that and show kids that's what it is, yeah. hopefully that can flow on and, and achieve, you know, achieve Yeah, it. absolutely. Well, with the move with, uh, for an example, cricket, with the move from, you know, Test to One Dayers to the Big Bash League, which is unbelievably popular at the moment. Huge you know, following at the moment, yeah. Every night people are getting down. I think 40,000 uh, people at the uh, at the ground last night do you see any equivalent for golf is that something that you'd like to see as a part of the game as opposed to its traditional roots yeah man like uh, there's a lot of guys my age out on tour now particularly in australia um and we're all pushing for that like we're all yeah. pushing for something different you know something more exciting because you know we want it to be fun and exciting as mm. well you know we got a heap of mates outside of golf that don't watch us play if we had mm. something short form like big bash that'd be all involved um there is one event coming up um, next year in Perth. Uh, they're sort of trialling it. It's going to be a shorter form on the Sunday, but you've got three days of tra- traditional golf, so you've got to sort of stick it out until yep. the Sunday. But yep. until you, you know, when you get there, it'll be really good to see how that goes, and I'd, I'd love to see that, just yeah. the whole the whole tournament, just like that. Oh, it'd be fantastic. I mean, uh, to bring in people, I mean, the laymen who aren't exactly the greatest golf enthusiasts. Yeah, we're no, we're no passionate golfers ourselves, but we would give it a try. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's the same with Big Bash. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll watch one day of a test, maybe. But, it's um, nice background viewing, but you're not going to sit there exactly. and watch and dedicate yourself to it. Exactly, two hours of hitting sixes. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, trying to get holes in one or just, you know, one-on-one battling it out. Yep. Maybe some sledging on the field. Exactly, mate. If we if I could go out there and sledge and be mic'd up, like we sledge a little bit and have yeah. a laugh. Yeah. But if we could be mic'd up and that would be, you know, part of the entertainment that's required, yeah. I'm down. Like, yeah. sign me up because that's, that's the, that's that's the, the stuff that you can it. do in every other sport yeah. that is the good stuff that yeah. you don't necessarily get playing golf is, is that your philosophy that that you're an entertainer out there as a player definitely man i think as a sports person that's what we are yeah. we're, we're entertainers um if people don't people don't watch mm. and and you know support the, the the sport we're playing then we don't have a sport to play you know, yeah. we don't have anything yeah. to play for so we've got to entertain the crowd and i'm a big believer in that when i'm out on course i'm I'm engaging with the crowd walking around. I'm, yep. I'm trying to get on camera and I'm trying to have a laugh with the cameraman or whatever. Just so, yeah. you know, you, you engage that audience a little bit and um, in turn, hopefully that flows on and, and creates a little bit more, I guess, yeah. engagement against uh, a bigger crowd. Oh, I love it, mate. Now, again, as I said, I'm not the greatest golfing yeah. enthusiast. I'm not going to pretend that I know everything there is to know. However, you had a great showing at the Sydney Open. Now, I, my understanding is at the 14th hole, you were tied third? Around that mark? Yeah, yep. That's What's great. going through your mind at that point? Um, so I'm pretty like, I, I was, I guess, the underdog on, on Sunday. I'm, yep. I'm a number of shots behind. I come out, um, I'm playing with John Sendon, one of Australia's greats, been playing in America for ages, so an idol of mine. Yep. My little brother's on the bag. We oh. get to the first green. John Sendon's caddy's raking a bunker, and John Sendon throws my little brother the ball to give it a wipe. He gives it back to John Sendon, comes over to me and goes, Wait till I tell Dad I wipe John Sendon's <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, oh, I am uh, 
<laughs> I'm in for it here. Like, he's not going to be able to handle this, this yeah. pressure. So That's I, why you're on tour. I, I go uh, on and make a couple of birdies early. I'm thinking, oh, the pressure's mounting on him. He's got to sort of try and keep a, a level head. Yeah. And he was great. And we, we just laughed and, you know, went along. And yeah. I made a heap of birdies early. Yeah. And once the camera started turning up, I started seeing my name climb that leaderboard. You get to 14, a 13. I birdied 13 to go um, go six under for the round and, and be right in there. Only yeah. two behind. I'm sitting third on the leaderboard. Wow. And this is where I go, well, oh, geez, I'm, I'm looking at a good, uh, a good payday here yeah. if I can just yeah. hold it out. Yeah. Or I go, well, I can have a crack here. I'm only two behind. If I make maybe three more birdies coming in, I've got five holes to go. I could win this and yeah. and be the story. Yeah, know. absolutely. What a, Mate, what I've a watched Player of, of the Day all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> it is my life goal to get on Player of the Day <laughs> in the US and America. <laughs> yeah. And if I could shoot nine under or something in the last round and come from nowhere to yeah. beat a quality field, that's worth more money, yeah. more than any money could buy. You know? yeah. So uh, I had a crack and... Look, it, it went the other way. I could have easily played the conservative option and, and just part in, but yeah. I had a crack and, and was aggressive. And it look, it backfired on me a little bit, and yeah. I finished 14th instead of you know being as high as third as what I was. But no regrets, no man. Regrets, like, I'm, exactly right. I'd, uh, I'm, I'd do it all over again. I've yeah. gone through every shot, every through every shot I played in that last five holes, and I'd do exactly the same again if I had the uh, oh, opportunity. God, I love hearing that. That's <laughs> yeah, he's got the the eye of the tiger. Yeah, yeah I love it. That's <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff, mate. We're going to be back with Jack uh, right after the next track to go over what happens on tour, the perks of life on tour, which I simply cannot wait to hear about, and what's on the horizon for 2017. This is too young to fail with Zach and Charlie on sin. Chance there with a new single, Cocoon. German boys know how to lay down the funk tronica. You're with Zach and Charlie. Joining us is pro golfer, dreadlocks and all, Jack Wilson. Jack, thanks for being with us, mate. Hey, you're welcome. Now, glad to be here. Jackie boy, when we think of a band on tour, we think of sex, drugs and rock and roll. With athletes, it's a little different. We all get that. And it's hard to imagine the balance between work and play. Now, you're traveling all over the world. You've been to 22 different countries, I believe. What is it like on tour behind the scenes? Mate, uh, I guess again that, that stereotypes there, isn't it? That you, you golfers, you probably don't, you don't drink that many beers. Play golf, you go to bed, you, you get up, do play stuff. golf. Obviously, we're not like a rock. You got to take the drugs out of it because we yeah, get tested. It's so not there's, happen. there's none of that. No, that <laughs> cross that one off, safe. But the other stuff, yeah. we're just normal guys, man. Yeah. Like, it's just like being back here with my mates. You know, when yeah. I'm in an off week, come Sunday, yeah. all the boys have had a massive week. They're ready to let their hair down. Yeah. And Sunday night on tour is enormous. Yeah. doesn't matter where you are in the world. Every every tour I've played on, every event I've played, come Sunday night, yeah. if you don't have to fly out that Sunday night, yeah. it is enormous. Yeah. And the guys that miss the cut, so 150 guys <laughs> So they're going hard week, on a Friday night. 60 guys, 60 guys get through. You're if on you the balcony watching Saturday morning. <laughs> if, you don't, uh, if, you know, if you're not in that top 60, what else are you going to do on the weekend? You probably got a bit of practice, but you've got to let the frustration out somehow from not making any yeah. money that week. So oh, you're out. Sad. Have a tinny and watch more. the boys round three and four. <laughs> it sounds like you can't lose. I'd almost rather finish on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a weekend, you know, come up sore. Uh, I've had a few <laughs> weekends off, trust me. I'm <laughs> So, mate, where's, uh, where's been your favourite place to travel to and where's your favourite place to uh, to play? I guess um, I love Canada. I spent, got to spend four months over there. Yeah. It's pretty close to here, though. I guess that's probably the country yeah. that's close to here. I was there in the summer, not the winter, so I got the good right. the good part of it. Yeah. Um, the drinking culture over there and the party culture, 
probably yep. what I like the most. Yep. Probably why my results weren't as good as what they should have been. <laughs> Direct correlation. Uh, <laughs> that balance, maybe didn't have that right while yep. I was over there. Yep. But I'll be a bit of a golf nerd. St. Andrews, mm-hmm. home of golf. Great course. Golf courses, right? Yeah. Over there are great. But I didn't love the love that place mm. playing there because of the golf course. They were great. The town, International mm. University, mm. the party atmosphere there was phenomenal. Right. Like, I've never seen anything like mm. it. And we're there for one of the biggest events on the European tour. It yep. was incredible. Yep. And that, that, that just the whole app, everyone's just so happy. Yep. They're all so involved in it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Mate, to say that you are shaking, like, the grounds, the foundations of my idea of a golfer yeah. would be an understatement. <laughs> Completely reshape my thinking like, of a golfer. Oh, what do you think about golf? Well, I'll tell you what, the party's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the tour's a lot of fun. But obviously, uh, you take it very seriously as well, and that's why you're in the position you are. I mean, you put in the hours, I assume, to, to get on the tour, and uh, you've got bright things coming next year. Um, yeah, so traveling as an athlete, you're not only representing yourself, but also Australia. Have there been any sticky situations as not only a sportsman, but as a diplomat? Definitely, mate. Um, I think this one I'll never forget because I'm playing an event in Russia. Yep. Um, flights are booked. I've had to, I've been in the UK, got my documentation, don't have enough time to get a visa. So I've got to fly back to Australia, get a visa, home for 10 days total. Flights are booked to Russia. Two days before I fly out, that plane gets shot down. Um, you wake oh, up to the news okay. and you're like, oh, you know, this is not very good. You yeah, know, what, like, what do I do? Tension's going to be hot. I yeah. spent the day on the phone. Everyone that, I, you know, everyone that I knew, what should I do? Should I yeah. go? Should I not? Really big tournament. Good opportunity. All right. So at the end of that day, I decide, yep, I'm going. Yep. Wake up the next morning. Tony Abbott being the... Uh, genius he is <laughs> blames blames the Russian president for shooting down the plane yeah, it's always a probably the most hostile leader in the world yep mm-hmm. arguably um, and that's a day before I fly out I look through the field list I'm the only Australian playing in the field <laughs> again spend the day talking to people what should I do yep decide I'm going to go yep. I fly into an airport I'm flying into an airport two hours from the golf course I'm going to sit in a cab for two hours that 20 hours in the in the air I, I tried to work out my New Zealand accent. I tried to, <laughs> I tried to act like I wasn't from Australia. Yeah. Well, the last person I want to be telling, no, exactly. telling people now is I'm from Australia. Yeah, Tony Abbott's cousin. We're, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're enemies of Russia yeah. at the moment. I'm thinking, you know, like, and that was scary. Someone's yeah. going to shirt front me. You know? <laughs> and, the, and it was like that all week. I was, I've never been so anxious, I guess, yeah. on edge the whole time. Like looking over my shoulder, sitting in a cab with a guy who's meant to, you know, I book it online. He's meant to speak English. He's yeah. meant to... He didn't speak a word. Not a word. Everything a he said on the yeah. phone. He's on the phone. He sounds like he's really angry all the yeah. time, as Russians do. Yeah. It's they have that, you know. Admittedly, the week was awesome. Like mm. everyone I really dealt with were pretty good, mm. other than the the guys in the gate with massive machine guns. You know, <laughs> where you're going into the hotel, yeah, or yep. where you're going into the golf course. But I guess that's what you know. You represent Australia, but you try not to yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You try not you don't <laughs> want to yourself a bit. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, put the dreads away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but look and. And they start like they started the week with a cannon, like just yeah. did, did like a celebratory cannon. But this thing was off a semi-trailer. It was enormous. <laughs> it set car alarms off in the neighbouring town. It sounds, it was, sounds more like a statement. Oh, rather than what a start to a tournament! It was <laughs> unreal. So you know, I guess that's stuff that I've been able to experience. Yep. You know, we talk about the diplomat side of things. Yep. I've, I've been able to experience that, and I, again, wouldn't change anything for the yep. world. I've, I've been lucky enough to be in that situation and be uncomfortable, and yep. I'm much better off because of it. Exactly. 
Uh, earlier this year, you did undergo uh, wrist surgery, I believe. You spent a lot of time in recovery. You've come back onto the scene and have seemingly recaptured your form. What can we expect from you in uh, 2017? Yeah, mate. Um, I guess the, the hunger's back. Yeah. Having to sit out. Yeah. You know, I guess there was times there where I probably got complacent on, on what I was doing. I was just, this is my job. You know, I just tick along. And you know, my results probably weren't as good as where they could have been. But sitting out for, you know, I had 10 weeks where I couldn't even hit a ball. Gives uh, you that hunger. Yeah. The hunger is back. Can't even I imagine, am, yeah. I have the best job in the world. Yeah. Besides you guys, yeah. maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> um, well, hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think you need to get paid to be, yeah. Yeah, to be a job, but yeah, I get you. But, uh, you know, like it was, it's back now. And, yeah. and after, you know, I have to go back into the workforce like I did, you know, and work hard. Yeah. Although I work hard, I put the hours in training and stuff mm. like that. I enjoy that a lot more than pulling beers exactly. and, and stuff like that. So 2017 is going to be a big one. Um, after my results, just gone. I'm guaranteed on the uh, on the Australian tour for next year. Fantastic, man! So I got ten to twelve events there. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm looking to you know lock down a job mm. you know through the middle as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, oh, beautiful stuff, mate. Well, best of luck. I know you're flying out to Thailand on Christmas morning. Yeah. That's a rough one. That's yeah. a treat. <laughs> What's uh, the time to fly? It's a six a.m. flight 6 out of Melbourne. Job. That's a All four right. a.m. leave from my yeah. house. Yeah, it yeah. must must have been a cheap flight. It wasn't even that cheap. <laughs> Are you kidding? But uh, look, it, it's the price you got to pay, man. If I can lock down a job through the middle of the year and play, instead of playing just 10 to 12 events in Australia yep. and play 25 events across Australia and Asia, man, how good would that be? That Asian tour card. That'd be yeah. good. You can only yeah, get better, right? Like I'm, a be. I'm a full-time professional golfer and yep. elite athlete, not just sort of part-time. Yeah. <laughs> Pour a couple of beers in June. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to be doing that. I, yeah. want be, I want to be traveling the world and playing uh And you're going to change the game And man, well. if I can do that, look, if I can... Get this head on TV as, yeah. as as much as it's probably better for radio. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm, uh, Guys, it's right. You should be here. It's a, it's a seriously good face for yeah, golf. You can, you can check it out on Instagram at Zach and Charlie. He's got a he's got a great noggin, and uh, the, the pineapple is uh, is here. And, and I'm hoping he's here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said, mate. As a small thank you for coming onto the show, and in the theme of Christmas, I've got a little. Uh, little gift. Little gift. Um, you know, Jeez. three guesses. Three guesses as to what it might be. But I'll let you open Hold that on. now. I've heard that sound before. Just a bottle bit. Boys, uh, thanks for having me. Um, if this is the sort of treatment I'm going to get every time I come in here, I'll be on every week. If you fantastic, like. <laughs> we'll get you on. You're welcome, mate. Yeah, Thank cheeky uh, fat yak after a fat yak and never gets uh, better than that. Um, Jack, you're an absolute legend. Really appreciate you coming on the show, mate. And uh, looking forward to what 2017 brings you. Thanks, boys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you very much. Um, coming up next, guys, we've got the tales of my father, Tony's Uber, not to be missed, as well as another Christmas-themed cute or crazy story and the challenges of shopping in the holiday season. That's all to come. You're on Sin 90.7, Too Young to Fail, with Zach and Charlie. Man, it feels like that album has been out forever. Absolute tuna salad, if I ever heard one. So many tracks. It was very hard to pick one, but uh, we went with the biggest... And as we look back at some of the best albums from Australia and around the world from 2016, that was Rufus with their track, You Were Right, off of the album Bloom. Now, Charlie, we've got a new segment for the people out there, don't we? Well, you're not mistaken, Zach. Um, <laughs> recently, my, uh, my old man, Tony, the very outspoken and uh, very similar man to yeah. myself. To, to give people to give a picture, a bit of context here. Um, Tony... Probably couldn't be more different to Charlie. Yeah. Lovely bloke. Uh, yeah. Very reserved, conservative. Uh, you know, takes a couple of pot shots here and there. Yeah. 
quiet guy, was a stockbroker. Yeah, I'll give you a quote to get a bit of an essence of who he is uh, for me. He said on a trip in, uh, in America, yeah. do you ever stop talking? That's the kind of banter yeah. we have. Um, <laughs> yeah. Father-son is kind of not going for a kick, but do you ever stop talking? Can you just um, shut up, mate? So, Can't imagine why I'd say that. Yeah, so down to it, Zachy. Um, my old man recently became an Uber black driver. Now, I questioned right. it and straight away. I questioned it. I didn't know why. Yes, I, said, I said, well, why are you doing this? And he said, look, he's done his stockbroking for ages. He works at the D's, NBL, all that sort of stuff. It wasn't for him. Yep. Saw Michael Jordan live, said, not for me. <laughs> uh, so he decided, you know what, I'm going to do a bit of Uber, a bit of Uber Black. How did you land on Uber Black? Well, you know, it's, he land, I think the generic Uber audience is not necessarily the best. I think Uber Black's a bit, black's a bit nicer because you get... Well, it's the higher end. The higher end. You get the decent customers. Like, some of them are going to be pricks. Yeah, That's a non-negotiable. But I just think that looks kind of more luxurious service he was after. Yep. And I think the contract he had with the guy set him up for a new car. Um so that was a pretty that was a nice little angle to it. So I think he said, "Look, I enjoy driving. I know Melbourne well enough. I might just give it a go." Right. So, in his line of work, as I said, he does meet some interesting characters and people who obviously enjoy the luxuries of an Uber Black over the standard ride. Yeah. So it's quite late um, the other night, and he's driving an older man home and a relatively young woman to their respective homes. Yep. Now, obviously, he assumes they're a couple. Of course, they're they're. Canoodling in the back, bit of bit of Tom Foolery. Uh, now, the so, act- wait, how long ago was this? Just a couple of nights ago. This is a couple of nights ago. This is this is this last weekend uh, yep. coming. Uh, now, the age differential has rivaled that of something of uh, a Bryn and Jeffrey Edelstein, uh, <laughs> if you will. The man is quite large and much older than his younger female counterpart. Large and in charge. Got large to respect in that. Charge. I love that. I just heard that. Then actually, that's a great call. <laughs> They're both quite influenced by alcohol and my dad plays the situation down the entire ride he's not going to say a word Tone specialises in this craft uh, the man <laughs> speaking as his son <laughs> so this, old, this guy in the back he's quite rude he's yeah. brash I mean he's obviously a little bit sussed yeah, um, we all are in, in giving dad directions and maximising the luxuries I guess of the ride um, not the girl the car um, and the girl <laughs> So the girl asks to be dropped off at her address, and Dad drops her off accordingly. Now, surprisingly, the old man doesn't, the older guy doesn't get out. Yep. So Dad can put two and two together and suggest that these two aren't a thing. Currently, a bit of Tom Foolery. <laughs> he then takes the man back to his home shortly after. Uh, and after dropping this man off, he notices that he's left his briefcase in the back seat. Oh, okay. A bit dodgy. So Dad's already driven a good 30K from the drop-off point. Yep. He's only noticed it then, so he decides it's a good thing. I'm going to be a good bloke. I'm going to drive back. It's Saturday, 1 a.m. Customers are flying off the charts. This is prime time for Tone. So he's, he said, he's losing business, but he's gone. He's losing business, I'm, but he's I'm taking your briefcase back. Exactly. Yep. Back. Yep. Yes. Words. So he realizes <laughs> that he can't exactly leave it on the doorstep when he rocks up to the house. So he knocks on the door, hoping the man's still awake, but not trying to be too rude. It is 1 a.m. in the night. Yeah. And instead of the old man, his wife opens the door and greets my oh. dad with oh. praise, saying, Thank you so much. He's had such a busy day. Um, Thank you for dropping that off. That means so much to us. You've done us a really big solid. Not a big solid, but along you, those yeah, lines. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Dad, I'm paraphrasing Dad here. hands out the briefcase, can't, without a voice break, hands out the briefcase, can't even look at, at the wife and refuse to say a word or cause a fuss. Yeah. So he leaves quietly in this situation. Ooh. Do you tell the wife what's just occurred after this man has been quite rude and brash? So or yeah. you just leave it. So he's already been a dick in the car. He's already, he's already he's, established the he's, fact he's, he's a knob. He's a knob and he's up to some tomfoolery. Oh. Big, large Larry. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he knew guts. that it'd be such 
you know, challenges to the moral fiber of the driver before he's taking the gig. He's essentially a lawyer. He's just he's just palming off certain information, and he just has to yeah. look after his client. It's, 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 it's this must moral, be an Uber black thing. It's a moral industry. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know. As a regular Uber driver, well, in my experience as a passenger, I imagine the only thing you'd be worried about if. If someone was going to munt in your back seat, or ask you for an aux cord and not having it, yeah, yeah give, mate, give me an aux cord. <laughs> I just wanted to play chunky by format B. It's a chin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that, that is, was that, that is, was a story. That's just a little would, snippet of would the you, life. Would 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 you tell the wife? I would because I'm a ma- I just oh, you, I you couldn't eat it up. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. Eat it up. I'd say run. Look S- after yourself. Sweetie, you yeah. don't deserve this. Yeah, you, don't deserve yeah. <laughs> you so would. You have a good chat to you. I'd say you'd have a good chat to your husband tomorrow. Or yeah. just ask him where he was. Oh, I think better. I... Tr- no, little, you know what I would have done? I would have said, oh, I, I dropped your daughter off at her place yeah. as well. Would you like? Very close family. That's outstanding. <laughs> oh, that is uh, that is too good. I'm looking forward to uh, many more installments of uh, Tony's Uber in the new year. We'll have to get him to call us live, maybe oh, from, fantastic from the Uber. Yeah. Fantastic. We'll get, get on the show. Get his take. Um, yeah. He is a legend of the game, and I dare say there are many stories uh, where that came from. Um, we're going to go to a track. Right now you're listening to Too Young to Fail with Zach and Charlie. We've got some Anderson pack lined up for you. Don't go anywhere. Cute or crazy when we return. Sin 90.7. You're with Zach and Charlie. That was Anderson Pack of his awesome album, Malibu. One of the many musical highlights of 2016. How you doing out there? Skin on, skin on. I'll tell you what's skin on, mate. You tell me. We've been flooded with emails. No shock. I cannot get through them. I think we need to hire a, a secretary, some kind of some kind of email, email management to, to get through them all because people just want to contribute to the show and, and get the conversation going. We can't get all that content through. We, we can't. We actually can't, can't fit everything. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to, uh, if you've got any thoughts, you've got any queries, you've got to any questions, you've got any qualms. This uh, never-ending pile. The, 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 I mean, you know, we'll have too much content for yeah. next year, I'll tell you yeah. what. But um, send, send them through. At Zach and Charlie on Instagram, or just give us a follow for a bit of cheeky, cheeky banter. Mm. It's always a good laugh. But this week, mate, I had to, I had to boil it down. Yep. Boil it down to one. I thought we'll keep it with the Christmas theme. And I'm reading this, this, this bloody email, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a read. <laughs> you a good hard <laughs> crack. I'm, I'm bloody. It's in front of me. My eyes are darting back and forth. <laughs> and I'm making my. It's making me ask myself. It's too good or crazy. Crazy, the game that we play to decide whether you get the green light or the red flag, whether you're just being a sweet, innocent flower or whether you're fit for a straitjacket. <laughs> this is where we ask, is my partner being cute or crazy? crazy. Mm. Oh, Charlie, we've had some great ones in weeks gone by and it feels only fitting yeah. to slide one in. Yeah. I'll slide one in. Just <laughs> just, use of words. Yeah, lovely use of words. Um <laughs> For the last show of the year. Oh, because it is the last show. It is, the last show, it is the last show of the year. It's a monumental occasion. We have to give the listeners a cracking cute or crazy. And I do believe you have one. Oh, I've, I've got a good one, mate. Uh, and it, it reads G'day, boys. Merry Christmas. Scan on. Well put. Uh, so, my. I've lost the, I've lost the sheet. Um, had, a Chris King, uh, had a Chris Kringle at my sta- staff party. This past year. Well, I can't read. <laughs> Stayed up too late last night. Had a Chris Kringle at the staff party. Uh, got a lovely present. It was um, a cookbook from a girl that I work with. Lovely girl. Uh, I 
take it home, show my girlfriend, no dramas. A couple of days passed and she sends me a text. Just found rice noodle fish book and it was $45 in regards to the KK. She also knew that the limit was 30. My God. And I was like, my God, here's trouble. <laughs> the ball's rolling. So she comes home and uh, I've already found out that she's looked up every store to see whether it's the same price everywhere. And it was. For clarification for the listeners, she hasn't gone on every store physically. She's just gone online. I should, well, she's I'd, savvy. I'd certainly <laughs> hope that she... Because you'd be hard-pressed to find a bookstore in Melbourne anyway. <laughs> Actually, every store would probably be two so or three. Not, so not even the tag on the book. She's gone to the extra effort she's to see... gone online, check To see the pricing. Well, what's, the, what's the running go on uh, the old rice noodle yeah, market? Something uh, I regularly do with my cookbooks. Anyway, now she keeps going on about how weird it is that she would spend that much. And I quote, I'm just saying there has to be a reason. You must be sending her mixed messages. Wowee. Boys, how do I deal with this one? Is my girlfriend being cute or crazy? How do I approach this dilemma? You want to kick, you want to kick us off? <laughs> yeah, I'll get it started. Um, this is a hard one because girlfriends care. They, oh, they care about, about you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, I've got a deep intuition. Music is subjective. <laughs> they care about you and they care that you are faithful, obviously. Um, and that I, is the, 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 the foundation of a relationship. <laughs> it is very important. And um, I think, especially working with other people, you get worried that, you know, they might be uh, maybe sending out flirtatious vibes, as you do in a part-time job. Yeah. Um, especially when you're single. Oh, you deal with it every day. Yeah, absolutely. You approach left, right, and center. I mean, I mean, we don't. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We, we don't. don't. We but don't. I'm just saying, customer relations. You're allowed to show some sort of absolutely and warmth and, to someone. And I'm not sure if if uh, if the girlfriend uh, who will remain anonymous as the of course, uh, as the we writer, do to our listeners. Uh, everyone's anonymous on this. Yep. Um, the the girlfriend must think that the boyfriend is sending mixed messages to this girl. Because she spent fifteen extra dollars. Now, so here's my theory. Yeah, I'm going to go over budget on a KK. I did in my Christmas KK. I went. I, I spent forty. Limit was thirty. Yeah. You can't buy anything decent for thirty. That's and I'd true. rather spend more money and get it done. Yeah. And have a half decent present. Yep. Exactly. Than right. worry about trying to find something cute for under thirty bucks. Because yeah. what, what what are you going to be? A box of favorites. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um. Look, I I I like to say cute. I like to say everyone's just you know cares. This one, going online, checking all the prices, not thinking that she's, you know, the girl who's bought the present could have just mm. been lazy, like mm. I would be, mm. and just spent the extra money and been like, mm. screw it, this will do. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, I think she's been crazy. What do you think of Chaz? Look, well, a lot of information here to deal with, and I think Chris Kringle I'm not really a fan of because I like doing my selective shopping for my selective people, my loved ones. I'm not going to go out of my way for Chris Kringle. We had to mention the idea of Chris Kringle with the boys, well, we as tried to get it going. As I tried to get it going, and as is usual with our group, you know, the fish and chip extra flake, we just decided <laughs> that we're not going to really, you know, we're not going to bother. Yeah, nine and serves I, a not, flake in that group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Financially, after Noosa, I'm not up for a KK. So yeah. my, my thoughts, <laughs> you know, my thoughts are, I'm thinking, this girl, she's gone 15. Now I'm doing Masters of County, right? <laughs> this this price is 30, right? Yeah, she's the gone, limit's 30. She's marked it up 50 percent. Wow, not 20, not 30, 50. The listeners at home. She's on forty-five now. I, Chris Kringle's great. It's not that important. I think. I honestly think this girl's throwing a grenade. She's she's, she's literally gone out of her way to cause a fuss. She could have got something for thirty bucks. Relax and then tell the girlfriend if she look. 
got a good idea. Got a cookbook for 45. That's mm. a good present for a girlfriend or boyfriend to get. I've done you a solid. Get to do this cookbook that I know you want. I'm not going to cause a fuss. <laughs> I'm not going to throw any grenades. No one does that. Christmas Kringle. First time ever. Christmas Kringle. Christmas Kringle. Chris Kringle. <laughs> very catchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a factor. But I think at the end of the day, I think this girl has knowing and, and the girlfriend knows that the girl works with him. Hence yeah. the Chris Kringle concept. But I'm just saying, I think I think she could have done herself a solid by just mentioning the cookbook to the fr- girlfriend, being nice, because essentially she may have overshadowed the girlfriend's Christmas presents to the boyfriend, which is a huge part of a relationship. we got to think about that. That's true. Christmas presents are up there with voice breaks and birthdays. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. You, you, cannot, you cannot be dodgy on Christmas. All right. So we got one for crazy, one for cute. I think this I one's a, down fifty percent markup. You can't go wrong with that. I, I tell you what, the masters of accounting is coming into <laughs> is coming into play here. I don't know if I can debate that. I mean, I'm trying to. You know, twist the it at home if that's right. Um, but I believe I believe that is the case. And I think with something as significant as this, I think we have to look into all the factors. And uh, I'm getting my girlfriend a running top for Christmas. No, I shouldn't have told. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> a little variation of that one, but you know, nothing major. Uh, but I think. With all the information considered, I think I think this girl working with Stu throwing a grenade. I think she's she's just causing a fuss. Yep, anonymous. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, I, I like it. I think that's uh, one for one against, and uh, we'll have to split the margin with anyone at home. If you have any thoughts on this, the KK going over budget, are there mixed messages? Yeah, send us a message. Zach and Charlie yep. on Instagram. Yep. give us a follow while you're at it. Give we may even follow you back. Yeah, um, mate. Speaking of Christmas, just while we're on the topic, I've got a tough one because. Mm. The miso soup. Campbell's. Lovely, lovely girl. Love her. Right. Christmas is three days away. Her birthday, 2nd of January. Now, I've had to buy a couple of presents. I'm not going to double up. I can't double up. (laughs) No, no one can. You can't double up. (laughs) I'm trying to debate whether I... I've got two presents. One, admittedly, is a lot better than the other. Mm. Do I drop... Take the shit one to Christmas. You reckon? Yeah, easy. Easy decision. (laughs) Run me through it. (laughs) Because it's, it's, it's her birthday. I mean, that's a... Far more significant than Christmas, to be honest. I think, I think you start with the shit, you get to the better. You build up. What if she's disappointed for 10 days? You give good news or bad news straight up? Uh, that's true. You want the bad news, so you kind of... Bad news. Live off the good news. And then you go, oh, yeah. good news. Well, at least I've got that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think you start off with the shit present for Chrissy and move into the B-Day. You know, what if what if I don't make it to the birthday because yeah, Christmas yeah. present's so bad? That's a weak buffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Hang my head low. <laughs> Just made it through Europe. Do you want to hang out Nah, nah, nah. Busy. <laughs> Uh, boys, cricket, that probably wouldn't help. But you're doing your Christmas shopping tonight? I am, yeah. I'm heading now to yeah, Chadston. Yeah. I'll you, be there as well. Mate, we should yeah. we get this Christmas well, card photo. By 10, well, I'll, be, I'll be pretty chuffed. What, what time are you going? I'm going to have to harass an old lady to get a park. I yeah. just know I'm going to have to do it. You're going to get in a fight. I'm going to be following, yeah. Knowing 100%. you. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You're so, going to see that little green light at Chatty. Yeah. It lets you know there's a parking bay. Everyone yep. guns for it. Like yep. a shark to blood. Yep. Dead set. Yeah. But it'll be a nightmare. But uh needs to be done. What time are you going? Six. Six o'clock. I'll yep. make sure I'm there at six, guys, because we are going to get the Zach and Charlie Christmas card happening. It is a thing. Millennials, send your Christmas cards. Yep. Make 2016 matter. Make mm. it work. Mm. One more track for us before we finish the day. It's What If I Go, Muramasa. You're with Zach and Charlie hanging out on a Thursday morning. Hope you've got your Christmas shopping done because it is going to be we are screwed. a bloodbath. Sin, 90.7. In what has been a huge episode, we've kind of lost track of time. It's coming up to 10 o'clock. The next show is going to be coming in. So, guys, we just want to say thank you for a stellar season. Um, You've been with us since week one, or maybe just joined us then because we had the lovely and very entertaining Jack Wilson on the show, which was uh, a real treat. Charlie and I will be back 
on Sin Radio in January. It's thing. not a big break. We're coming back. We are literally away for one week. Yep. It's not quite Hamish and Andy's break. No. Uh, four months or so. No collector's editions coming your way anytime soon. So who would you rather listen to? <laughs> a couple of loyal dudes or two funny guys on Australian radio? But nevertheless, we will be here and... Uh, it's been a pleasure so far. Charlie, yeah. do you have any parting thoughts? Well, what a season it's been, Zach. Uh, I've absolutely loved every single second of it. Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, stay safe for the holidays. And uh, yeah, looking forward to starting again in Jan. Should be awesome. Mate, very well said. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. This is Zach and Charlie signing out on Season 2 of Too Young to Fail for the last time of 2016. I hope, uh, hope next year's a little bit kinder to us all. And, well, we look forward to seeing you on the other side. Alright, we'll finish on. Oh. <laughs> One, two, three, scan.